I've always said things that are better late are better late than never being there at all. So, again, in absence, we do thank you for sticking around. We are the Benchwarmers Podcast. Uh, I'm Chris. Alongside with me, I have Danny Granada, and I also have Manny Palacios. Danny, you have gone through some major changes of recently, and I'm not talking about penis to vagina changes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but... Oh. Manny, one thing I wanted to ask you, Manny, okay? Because yeah. I haven't heard any news on Tim Tebow. I just thought I just thought I'd started off on the on the Oof. Tebow thing here. Shit just got exciting. Yeah, it has gotten exciting. I can see the boner from over here. Yes. Right. So, it, it, do you know? And and maybe you could chime in here, Danny, too. Is there any news on Tim Tebow right now? As as a matter of fact, there is. Oh. Okay. Tim Tebow is gonna be in spring training for the Mets. No. And and I'm not talking about a double A, triple A. No, no, no. The actual major league Mets. He will be in spring training in Florida. Can we go back eight podcasts ago? And I said this was gonna happen. He's like, it's never gonna happen. He's gonna keep playing with high school kids. No, 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 no. You don't understand. A lot of minor league players go and play with the Mets in spring training. I said he'd never make the actual roster. He's gonna make the roster. No, sir. He's not gonna make, he's the, gonna roster. make the roster. But now does he's this? He's a bench player. But now if he oh, if he boy. if I he even told you the, the reason I told you is because you live near where they actually uh have uh, and this I'm gonna go deal with my Tim Tebow Mets jersey, sir. And, and, and that's the reason that they're doing it. They're doing it because they know that all of a sudden spring training is gonna be packed and they're gonna make a lot of money off of tickets because otherwise nobody goes. You better get your book autographed, Manny. Well yeah, by the way, I finished the book. Great fucking book. Is it Wait, really? Is it I should have cursed. My bad. Tim Tebow would not approve. At least you didn't say God's name in vain. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, and uh, speaking of uh, big deals over the last two months, Chris, 10-year anniversary. Congratulations, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah I, had to, uh, I had to get away from the world and from life. Thank you guys for that. And uh, On a cruise, right? Yes. I stepped, How was that? I stepped away on a beautiful cruise. Let me tell you something. Puerto Rico... Did you I make thought, more babies while you were on this cruise? No, we didn't. That's not going to happen. But we went to Puerto Rico, and I always thought that Puerto Rico was going to be, like, real grimy. Like, I, I don't know. I just thought that, you know, you just picture Puerto Ricans just knifing each other all the time. Oh, you are a racist. Sir. Performing robberies on each other. Like, you know, yeah. I ended up going there and... You're going to Puerto Rico. You're not going to Spanish Harlem. So. Listen... I was about to say, you're going to Puerto Rico. You're not going to Mexico. Listen, I tell everybody that's Colombian, and I'm sorry if I offend you right now, Danny, but I picture I get off of the plane, and the first thing I see is a huge amount of cocaine. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. I will tell you something, that when you go over there and you're young, because it's happened to me several times, they um when they're checking you, they usually throw you into a... Uh, an isolated room and they x-ray your stomach which has happened to me on numerous occasions to make sure that i guess that i'm not uh bringing in any cocaine or out of the country i wish that we were recording this because as danny said that me and chris had the same exact facial expression dude they x-rayed your body to see if your parents were my, trafficking my, cocaine my stomach yeah wow well no i was flying solo i wasn't with my parents I was like 20 when the last time that I went that it, that happened. I was 21, I believe. And they took me into a room. Uh, they asked me because I only went out for like five days. 
They asked me why I went, the address, the people I was with, why I went. And they asked me the same question in several ways. And they're like, you know what? Come with us. And they took me to a room, actually in my stomach. And uh, and that was that. And you know what else? I had some candy that were, you know, those pop rocks that look like, it's like white power. Fun. Yeah, they, they, I had some of that. And they like started stabbing the, the packets and like tasting it. It's quite an adventure. Wow. That is that is that is an interesting tidbit story right there. I'm not gonna lie. It that is, is that was a great way to start the show. That was a great way to start we the show. We went from we went from Tim Tebow to cocaine. To, uh, to a mountain <laughs> of cocaine. Because I'm telling you, that's what I picture when I go to the if I go to the airport. I picture as soon as the airport doors open and I walk into the village of Columbia. Or whatever village I'm Sir, in. Sir, it, it, it's not a village, okay? We're not going I into mean, <laughs> the Amazon for like it's a regular city. Look, so depending on to where me, you go. I'm I'm oh, walking into a village sense. within a couple of villages, and there's mounds of cocaine everywhere. That's yeah. what I picture, uh, and there's mounds of cocaine surrounded by fields of cocaine. I'm sorry, dude. I mean, like. Everybody that goes to Cuba thinks that they're going to be slipping on freaking Cuban cigars on the floor. You know what I'm no, saying? They don't. No, they don't. What, okay, what do you picture as a cliche? When I, when, when I picture Cuba, I picture stepping straight into a postcard from 1950s. All right, 19, well, that's fine. I don't the mind. The 1950s cars, nothing, yeah. nothing renovated. Everything nope. just looks exactly as it did that's in the 1950s. A, that's and 60s. exactly what you'll see. Yeah, exactly. I think Chris, you are a freaking racist. Look, you know what? I'm racist to my own people. I just thought that there was Cuban cigars all over the ground, and I'd be slipping and sliding like I'm freaking skating in a in in a hockey rink. And all Cubans come here by way of raft. Not one Cuban has ever boarded a plane, right, Chris? My mom boarded a plane. Oh, it was oh, called Peter yeah. Pan. Ah, el Peter Pan. Yeah, el Peter Pan. But aside from that, Peter Pan, because I went on a cruise ship to Puerto Rico. Back to what I was saying before, Puerto Rico was beautiful. I tried the food there. Danny recommended me to a place called Raices, which is incredible. Anybody that's listening that's intending on going to Puerto Rico needs to immediately run to that place and get all of their food. Every single yeah, all of it. Oh, it's yeah. really great. Now, one thing that I thought was uh, a little odd from your trip out to the Bahamas and Puerto Rico and all those places you went was that you guys seem to be online quite a bit. Yeah, man. And one thing that I used to love about cruises was the fact that there was no Wi-Fi, no service. So I felt like I disconnected from the world. Great. But it seemed like you guys stayed connected. And I feel like that defeats the purpose a little bit, doesn't it? Well, when I went on my cruise, I experienced the same thing. No phones or anything. But I think in, in Chris's case, they had to still be kind of connected because obviously they had their kids back home. So they had to, you know. Ah, uh, don't give me no baloney. Don't give me that excuse. <laughs> I was trying to help you, Chris. I was trying to help you. Well, look, if I could just explain here because I can – I don't mind being disconnected here in fucking the United States of America. Like I'm disconnected and I have a mobile device on me all the time. I'm never on this piece of crap. Now here's the problem. We went Myra's to now. we went to St. Thomas, Puerto Rico, and Grand Turk. Okay? And we also went to the private island of the cruise line, right? Now St. Mm -hmm. Thomas uh actually allows you to have internet because I guess it's oh, one yeah, of the, it's a US territory. Correct. And so it was full blown access. And mm -hmm. my wife obviously used it to her fullest potential and posted every single godforsaken picture she took 
Same thing. Same thing in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, full blown internet access. Commonwealth, yeah. It wasn't until we got to Grand Turk that we were banned from phone usage, and she actually. And just so you know, in the beginning of the cruise, she actually called my mother in law to check on the kids from the cruise ship room, which wow. they charge like four bucks a minute in there. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Wow. So it, it was that's a concerned parent. That's a concerned parent. She's worried about her kids. I mean, I guess, you know, uh, it's the thing is she wanted to see what was going on, how everything's doing. You know, uh, she do FaceTime most of the time when she gets a chance. The social media thing I would I could have done without. I think I think that if Danny goes on a cruise anytime soon without Olivia, he'll be calling every two minutes to check up on her. Uh, no, I'd go with Olivia. I said really? if you wouldn't have, bitch. I said if yeah. you wouldn't have gone with Olivia, that's what you would have been doing. You would have been calling home every two minutes, checking up on your daughter. Well, I know for sure that Chris enjoyed it because before he was even back, he was texting, asking if we would go on a cruise with him next year. So, oh, I knew that he was he, he was hyped about the. Cruise. I didn't get that invite, so I'm assuming he doesn't want the other Cuban with him. I, I understand, <laughs> I'll take, Chris. I'll take all the Cubans with me. Chris, you know how to up. swim, so it makes it better. Damn right, I know how to swim. <laughs> And then you could save me, cause I could swim, but I'm gonna be too lazy and drunk. Be like Chris, I'm going for Myra. He's like, nah, go for me. <laughs> but you know what sucks about that trip is I felt like I missed a lot of football. Yes, you did. And and I, I felt like I missed a lot of football, not because I mean they were playing the games in the cruise ship, but I felt like I missed a lot of football because I left on a Saturday, and I came back on a Saturday, but I didn't really fully energize until about Sunday midday. And so I missed a lot of football throughout that time. I know the Cowboys played on, I think, a Thursday night game that week, um, which I also missed that game. And I think they won. I think they won that game. It was a close call, too, but... They haven't lost any games since you left, Chris. Don't worry about it. They are basically (laughs) 13 and Giants. Yes. That's basically their record. That's their record. And the Giants are actually creeping, No. I mean, they uh, the Cowboys already clinched, but the Giants the have Giants a good are shot. In. Yeah, no, no, the Giants are in already. They're in. The Giants in? are in. Yeah. So, so there's no other stipulation or. There's one seed left, and it's either going to be the Bucks, it's either going to be the the Redskins, or it's going to be the Packers. Those wow. are the three teams. The Redskins. So there's a possibility you might have three teams coming out of the NFC East. Yeah. How yeah. about that? I thought you said the NFC East was a competitor. What happened there? All of a sudden, you got like, the freaking you... Cowboys freaking dominating. Listen, Danny would be the better person to ask that question now that he belongs in the NFC East. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> like the conversion that I mentioned before, he actually did go from a vagina to a penis. So he went from the, <laughs> he went from the Jets over to the G-Men. I have to ask you. I have to ask you a question, Danny, because I've I've never done it, and it's 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 something that I haven't seen. How? What is it that made you make that decision? Break because, it down for us. Yeah, it's a good story. Um, it's, it's not a story. Look, I was the the kind of person that uh, I don't mind rooting for bad teams. All my teams suck. That's not a problem with me. Um, the Jets had a very bad year, but last year they had a good year. I was okay with that. The thing is. This year, Woody Johnson, well. Yeah, go ahead. You were saying Woody Johnson? 
Woody Johnson is taking a job with Donald Trump, president-elect. Mm-hmm. He's going to be part of the cabinet. Now, he's taking a job as the UK ambassador. Now, I put a lot of emotion, money and emotion, into the Jets. Unfortunately, the Jets lose. It ruins my day. Yeah. I, I, I pay attention to everything that goes on with the Jets the whole year, not just the football season. So me finding out that he's taking this job and moving to England, I naturally assumed that he was going to sell the team. Okay. But he didn't sell the team. Well, he said he's going to run things from over there. Now, this is where the problem begins. My problem begins with the fact that he no longer takes the Jets as a priority. He chose to take another job that has a lot of responsibility because it's a job inside the government. Yeah. And kind of just push the Jets to the side when all Jets fans would never push the Jets to the side, right? That, yeah. that, that Our number one priority is that team. Unfortunately, we become so invested that it ruins our days, our years. It, it, it's, it's ridiculous yeah, how invested we get into sports. It consumes you because you're invested into the team, and to see the owner not as invested as the fans are is yeah. kind of demeaning. And, and to think that I'm still spending my money on, on flying to New York to watch games because I live down south. Yeah. So I have to fly up there to watch the games. And this guy's going to games and leaving at halftime. Like, I mean. And being okay with that kind of product on the field. and So it, it's not so much that I want to leave the Jets, but I was disappointed in the fact that the owner is not making this team a priority. So why should I keep making this team a priority to me and keep – Having it ruin my Sundays and Thursdays when he doesn't seem to care as much. So I decided to go on with a, a team that's running things differently. Where did Manny go? I don't know, but I, I mean, I kind of, I kind of get what you're saying in the sense of it's, it's an investment. You're making an investment as a fan, you know, to the actual product, to the actual team. And, and, and the owner doesn't care. So, like, why should I care? Why am I giving so much to this logo that this owner owns when he doesn't care? So I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to stop. I, I want an owner like like John Mayer, like uh, Mark Cuban, those those owners that actually care. Yeah. But, you know, so – and I'm one of those people that, that – I, I take pride in being loyal, but I, I just couldn't be loyal to somebody that's not loyal to us. Well, I mean, it's it's like I mentioned, like you have not just you, but there's probably so many Jets fans that have gone through the periods of, you know, not ha- and, and, and to have a team like the Jets who have made it to, what is it, to two AFC championships in a row back with Mark Sanchez, right? Correct. And then so you you also couple that with the fact that you expect ownership to always be able to put a good product on the field to be invested with the team that they have. Look, the the, the Jets fans are all calling for Todd Bowles' head. Now, I'm not into firing Todd Bowles after the second season, especially since last year he did well. But I knew that he wouldn't get fired. How did I know? Woody Johnson is about to move to England and take a new job. Do you think he wants to spend a few months interviewing people over Skype because he's not going to be in this country? Oh yeah. No, you know he he was gonna he's gonna let Todd Bowles ride because he doesn't have time to hire a new coach. And on top of that, 
If you think about how bad the NFL has wanted to take a team to London, all of a sudden, the Jets' owner is the UK ambassador. Now, is that going to happen? I don't know. But you can't tell me that that doesn't look like it might be just a perfect bridge to finally take a team over to that country when you have the UK ambassador as an owner as of an NFL team. Like, and it seems there, might like, be, there might be a chance that they're the London Jets in a few years. And and it's also the fact that the UK has been kind of, you know, the, the NFL has been pushing the, their league into the UK and there's been fandom out there. I don't know if it's as bad as actually getting a team, but it seems like it is inching pretty close to it. Well, I know the Dolphins got to go play out there for a few more years. <laughs> yeah, that's all they do is they go to London and play football well, over there. Well, what the NFL did with the owners is that they said that any team that wants to get a Super Bowl has to give up a couple home games to London. So the Dolphins got the Super Bowl in 2020, so they had to go play a couple home games out there in the next few seasons. That's kind of, yes! that's kind of a stupid sacrifice, don't you think, to... Okay, you get I don't know. You make a lot of money off those Super Bowls. I was about to say you make a lot. You make a lot, a lot of money from those Super Bowls. But you don't think that being chosen for a Super Bowl, uh, a Super Bowl um, appearance, or to have a Super Bowl come to your city, that's something that's earned. No, I mean, earned by taking your team away. No, man. But I'm talking about like having the prime location. Having the right, but there's a few cities in the country that have that. So that's how they they made. There's, like that's how you showed your sacrifice. It's like any team that's willing to do that is gonna earn it. Dude, but you you don't think that Green Bay, Wisconsin is dying and itching for a freaking Super Bowl? They're never gonna get one because there's no, like one and a half not. hotels by Green Bay. You know, it's come on. All right, but but okay, that's but think call, about that's it. That's me calling there, Green Bay racist, I'm, or am I racist for saying Green Bay has one and a half hotels? There's three cities in Florida three alone. Hotels. Three, three cities in Florida alone that can that can host the Super Bowl. Ah, not so, really. What do you mean, not really? Tampa's there. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just don't, like, I don't see that many locations that are, like, coveted for, like, okay, it's not Basically, a... anything in a hot weather city or anything in a dome. Or anything in a dome. Florida, half... Texas, California will be your legitimate three spots that you should alternate every single year to having your Super Bowl in. I think that's the best way to go. Yeah, but you also have New Orleans. You also eh. have Georgia. Listen, listen. If you said Tampa's eh, New Orleans is even eh, eh. All right? Let's get that shit straight. Yeah, but come on. New Orleans is more known for the, hey, you got a lot of, what, what are those guys that are like the gambits? Like from, from X-Men? What is that? What are they called? Uh... Oh man, I forgot what the damn name was. It, I, Honestly, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Oh, uh, absolutely not. The but Cajuns, you know, Cajuns, like meow. I'm a Cajun, man, or whatever. So, Chris, is Tony Romo gonna start after the bye week? Dude, I don't know, man. It's getting me frustrating watching Dak Prescott play like a freaking Chad Pennington, and oh. it's getting frustrating. Oh, that Dak Prescott balled out last week. He, didn't he have did three ball, son, but like he's balling because he's got balling players. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what I told you since the beginning of the year. Like you got you got the wide receiver throwing a freaking touchdown while Tony Romo sitting on the damn bench. Like hello. Do you think Tony Romo should play this week, being that they have nothing to play for? I think he should. I think he should. And but you know what? 
I don't think that they're going to let him. And I'll tell you why they're not going to let him. Because, because they activated Mark Sanchez? No, dude. Ooh. Come on. He's take, Come on. He's he's like fifth he's, string. He's, act, he's activated this week. Listen, he's going to be active. The, the reason he's active is because it was – let me explain why they're not going to do well, – they're not going to let 21 will play, okay? Number one, if he comes in and he balls out of control, right then and there, the lights go off. Boom. Is it Tony Romo? Is it Dak Prescott? Who's going to be better? Blah, blah, blah. Distractions all by week. And then the Cowboys are going to lose, right? That's number one. Number two – they right. play the Giants second round. They're gonna lose anyway. No, listen, Ooh. listen, listen. Get out of here with that. Comedy. You know how much? Wait, 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 Chris. And we can get back into this Tony Romo. You know how much happiness I feel in my heart knowing that Danny is no longer my rival and he's your rival now. Listen, I've, that I, excites me in my system. Listen, well, I've, can we get something clear real quick before you continue with your Cowboys rant? Yes. I've always supported the Giants. Okay, you know how people are like, uh, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a this fan, but I like this team also. I've always supported the Giants. Oh seven, yes, Chris, you were at my house when we celebrated the 07 yes, championship. Yes, yes, yes. I was wearing my Strahan jersey. I got my Shockey jersey in my closet. I got a Lawrence Taylor jersey. Like, this isn't something out of the blue. It's just that I've completely switched colors, yes. but I've always supported the blue. So, just wanted to put that out there, as you were saying. Okay, so second reason that they're not gonna play Tony Romo. Is because right now his trade value has a mystique around it, right? So you haven't seen him play. So what they're expecting is now that he's healthy, what he ends up having is uh, what he ends up having right now is he has a trade value that's falling behind him, and he's basically having a trade value because of the mystique of oh well maybe since he's back from injury that. He basically play, can play like the old Tony Romo, right? So that keeps his trade value very high. Then I have yeah, a question that... for you. Wouldn't you play him week 17? The smart thing, if you're no. if you're Jerry Jones. Wait, wait, but let me let me get my point across. You play him week 17. You rest Dak Prescott. Shit. Rest Ezekiel Elliott. Rest Des Bryant. Rest your three main big-headed horses, Right. And just in case that it were to happen, and I hope it doesn't happen, that Dak Prescott were to get hurt in the first um, playoff game they play, um, at least you know Tony Romo has some of the rust off his, uh, you know, bones basically. But now that's but that's the problem is that what the Cowboys are risking in playing Tony Romo is revealing the fact on whether he whether he actually matches the value that his mystique brings to the table because okay. him coming back off of injury basically tells you because right now everybody thinks Tony Romo's going to be the old Tony Romo he's back from injury 100% that mystique right there hires his trade value which means he's going to get back the the, the Cowboys are going to get back more for trading him now if you play Tony Romo and all of a sudden he 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 throws a stinker, right? Yeah. For the last week of right. the season, not only do you lose out because a Tony Romo sucks now, but b <laughs> you also lost a lot of value if you were to trade Tony Romo. So it's a lose lose situation. If he if he does good, it's a distraction. If I he see does what you're bad, saying. 
then it's 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 worse in value that they're losing. I don't. I I disagree. I don't. I think if he goes out and plays a bad game, everybody would attribute it to him being rusty, right? For not playing for over a year, and I think that would help you with the whole QB controversy because that would stop any controversy, and they would just let Dak Prescott ride it out because Tony Romo played like crap. Yeah, but it seems to me that the Cowboys organization is pretty pretty much behind Dak Prescott. Like they they're are. not, but they're not budging on their stance. And they so shouldn't. Now, but now here's the here's the deal. Why why take the risk of playing him and having him play bad and having it be hopefully that oh it's been it's been because of rust. You're, well, Dak Prescott's going to start this week for sure. <laughs> he has to start if he wins this. If he starts this game and they win, he'll break the record for for wins by a QB that's a rookie. It's really terrible because I promise you, if Tony Romo would have been healthy from from the first game with this team. Oh my God, he would have been an MVP. Yeah, he would have been astronomical in this team. If yeah. not the same record, he'd be undefeated. And I'd say that because this team right here is one of the one of the best Cowboys teams that I've seen for many many years. They're thirteen and Giants. Oh, I think I was about to say if Tony Romo would have been in there, Chris, he would have been the equivalent to what Tom Brady was after Tom Brady came back after the four game suspension. I think your team would have maybe split because that loss with New York. Loss. Right, he would have split that loss with New York, and you're looking at like a fifteen and one season if Tony Romo would be healthy. So what you're telling me is you think that if he would have played, they would have beat the Giants one of those games? Yes. Especially the first game that they only lost by a point. But you see, that's but now that's the mystique. You see the mystique that's happening right now. I see. I see. I see that he got into Manny's head. But you you <laughs> understand what I'm saying though, right? Like all of this discussion that we're having, we're basing it on a hypothetical that's all surrounding Tony Romo. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So think about what other owners and what other coaches are thinking as well that have freaking people like uh like freaking Ryan Tannehill that hey, are gonna start quarterback or having freaking Blaine Gabbert as starting quarterback. Right, like, well, that's different. But yeah. you I like how I, you put those on the same level though. But you get no, what I'm saying? I don't saying? like how we did no, that. Bla- no, Blaine like Gabbert's that. really bad though. Yeah. Right? They're but, not on the same level, sir. But, yeah, well it's Ryan Tannehill's come on. I mean he's not top ten here. You know what I'm saying? Not even top Well he's 10. not Blaine Gabbert. Listen, I want some more Matt Moore. That's what oh, I want. Oh, here we go. I want some here more Matt Moore, go. Bobby. Matt Moore, oh, to me, God. is the truth. There's no beat, doubt about he it. He beat the shitty Jets, and he beat the shitty Bills. Sir, beat the Patriots, and then I'll I'll be on the same bandwagon as you, Chris. That's Matt good. Moore is the best backup uh, quarterback for me. No, he's yes. not. He's the best yeah. quarterback of all time, period. Point Wait, blank. best backup quarterback? I think the best backup quarterback is Tony Romo right now. No, best, backup, is Matt Moore. best backup quarterback of all yeah. time. You're correct. It is Tony Romo. I just don't consider him a backup, but yes, you're correct. Listen, listen, right? If you were to tell me that Matt Moore was going to start from the beginning of the season, Dolphins would be undefeated. (laughs) Can I explain to you, Chris, why the Dolphins are the most overrated team this season and why they are the worst team in the playoffs? Go ahead. No, you're not a Jets fan. You're not allowed to tell me why my team's overrated. But I'm allowed to talk sports. You're right. Now, 
why they are the worst team in the playoffs. They've played only six teams that are 500 this year. What do you think the record is against those six teams? I know what it is. He's asking you. Six and all. <laughs> can, can I give him the answer? Can I? Yes. <laughs> it's one in five. They're one in five, and the, whenever they play a team that's at least five hundred. Now that one victory was against the Steelers. That game, they knocked Ben Roethlisberger out of the game in the second quarter, so yeah, he didn't play the did full it. game. He came back in the third. Get out of here. And then Le'Veon Bell did not play. Correct. And so. They didn't play the full over 500 Pittsburgh Steelers. For that reason, I believe that the Dolphins are the worst team in the playoffs. He's absolutely right. Jay Ajayi has been running for 200 yards on everybody and their mother because he's overrated. You're absolutely but right. But wait, aren't the, Tex- aren't the Texans going to be in the playoffs too? That's what I'm saying. It, 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 They're his a pretty bad logic team. makes no sense. The Texans are the worst team in the playoffs. The Dolphins. Look, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Danny, come on. We're talking about Brock Osweiler. He's not no, starting. It's Tom, Savage. Tom Savage, sir. But look at you're that, dude. Talking about Brock Osweiler. But look at that. They have a freaking quarterback carousel when they got Brock Osweiler that signed him to like a one-year, one-gajillion-dollar freaking contract. With no J.J. White. With, I'm sorry, Alfred Blue, who's done what this season? Okay. Thank you. Hopkins <laughs> but, hasn't done shit this season. No, but Fuller Hopkins, hasn't done shit right, this season. But Hopkins doesn't hasn't done anything because so he has. Let, let's say I agree, I agree with you and I say okay, fine. The Texans are the worst team in the in the playoffs. Okay. Right. So let's say I agree with you. Okay. The Dolphins have had such a red carpet ahead of them this yes, season that guess who guess who they might play in the first round? Who had the same schedule last year? Guess who they might play in the first round? The Steelers. The Steelers. They might play the Texans. Oh no, my God, man. that's beautiful. Look, listen, that's that, actually, that's you imagine happen. that? Chris, Chris, for that to happen, that? Chris, for that to happen, the Chiefs have to lose, and we have to beat the Patriots. That's that's the way we get to that fifth seed. So it's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, but now, okay, getting back to the discussion, I feel like the, the Texans are just as bad, if not a little bit worse, of a team than They're the Dolphins are. Ten times worse. You have That's what I'm saying. What a red carpet they, the Dolphins have been given this year. The Jets had that same red carpet last year, sir. The Jets beat the Patriots last year, sir. That's fine. We'll beat the Patriots on Sunday. We because beat them Tom last Brady year on Sunday. Play one. Exactly, because you guys always beat them New Year's when Tom Brady plays half the game. The okay, so... They were playing for the number one seed, and we beat them, sir. They, they don't care. That's why they sit Tom Brady. They didn't sit him. He played the whole game, sir. Oh, my God. You Thank sirs you. are surring it all up. Get down, And sir. it's getting ridiculous. Uh, now that we're all riled up, let me just jump right into it. I want to get into the segment that we've been doing for the past couple uh, podcasts, it's uh, what the fuck is going on or fuck yeah, right? It's it's kind of a uh, what the fuck in the sense of what the hell's happening, bad stuff, and then fuck yeah, like yeah, this is awesome, okay? Get excited about. And so I'll go ahead and get us started. Danny will go ahead and follow up, and I just want to say fuck yeah. Because over the time that we haven't done the podcast, Fidel Gadel Castro, okay, he uh, he he kicked a bucket. Yes. Actually, about a day or two before I went on my cruise, which is great news for a lot of 
Cubans, a lot of Cuban Americans, a lot of people that have family and friends that actually live in Cuba or lived in Cuba at some point. So it's huge news. And fuck yeah, Fidel Castro is dead as fuck. Wow. Yeah. And what about oh. you, Danny? What's what's what, what's what side of the coin are you taking? Unfortunately, I gotta go with the what the fuck. And what's that? What the hell is what the fuck? All right, let me tell you this little little story here. There's a girl named Noemi that lives in Nebraska. She didn't disclose her last name. Mm. Noemi was a victim of rape. Oh, that's now. That's not good. No, no, it's not. That's already a bad now, turn right now. Now the assaultant or the assaulter, uh, you know, I, assaulter, um, he somehow got convicted of third degree rape, which I guess that's a lesser degree than it could be, I guess, the first degree. <laughs> so I shouldn't be laughing. Go ahead. So in Nebraska, <laughs> if you get convicted of third degree rape, you are still given parental custody. What? Wow. So she has to take her daughter every two weeks to the guy that raped her. Oh, my God. This is a father who did this? Right. Well, I mean, that's the daughter. She got pregnant because of the rape. Oh. No, 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 no. What I'm saying, I didn't know that Whoa. the person, the assaulter, you was just, the father. You no, no, just no, no, went no, no, from no. freaking no, 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 January it wasn't the father. to September oh, okay, real quick. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. So you, you got to pump the brakes a little bit here. I, I, I apologize if, if I misspoke. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. Let's no, give this was guy great. a name. Let, let's give this guy a name. Bob Lee. Hey, Bob. I'm going to get Bob. Bob raped Noemi. Okay. Bob was convicted of third degree rape because okay. it was third degree. He still get he still gets parental rights. And now Noemi's pregnant. Yes. Well, she already had the baby. Oh. And she is forced to take the baby, the baby girl, to Bob for unsupervised visits every two weeks. Now this is a law that's not just in Nebraska. Apparently, it's in a couple of different states. What the fuck, Nebraska? So I would like, like to say, there's Nebraska. gotta be. Hold on, there's gotta be a total of like 17 people that live there, right? Exactly. And one of them is a rapist. They have absolutely no cell phone coverage. <laughs> they have maybe two spots that have Wi-Fi. And so, all right. So proceed, Danny. You said this so is he, pretty bad scenario. Be, yeah, this is really bad, Nebraska. So you're getting <laughs> this guy's getting unsupervised. This rapist is getting unsupervised visits with his daughter of his and... raped, of his raped baby mama. All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to make a, an excuse for this guy, but I, I need to ask, you know, probing questions here. What was the well, relationship between him and Noemi before I he raped they were, her? I, I believe they were coworkers, and if it was third degree rape, I'm assuming it wasn't. I mean, I, I haven't looked like into he didn't, the difference he didn't run between into first a girl second. in the middle of the street and just raped her, and bam, she got pregnant. Like I told you, all it tells me is that he was convicted for third degree, so it doesn't tell me exactly what the specifics right. were. I don't, I don't know what third degree is, but third degree sounds to me like she kind of wanted the D, but then when <laughs> it came down to it, she didn't want the D, but she basically, really? but he basically gave her the D, and she was done at that point. Right. That's what I think of. of that, no, no, that, that's not what you think. That's what the court obviously thought. They're like, ah, we think you wanted it, so we're only going to give this guy a third-degree rape. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, 
so that's all that's your uh, is there any more to add to this no no story? no basically just nebraska what the fuck nebraska uh, what the fuck if she wanted the d she's got to want the d the whole way papa so uh, now jumping over to manny yeah because right, i can follow that up we yeah uh, shit it's a good thing <laughs> <I'm first. laughs> so we got our segment or what the fuck and fuck yeah segment and uh, we're gonna finish it off with Manny. So go ahead and tell me what's what's going it's, on with you. It's simple. We just touched on it. The Dolphins are in the fucking playoffs. Fuck yeah! So, it's something that I myself hasn't haven't experienced since 2008. And no matter how much shit this man right here talks, they deserve to be there. They won the games of the people that they put in front of them. <laughs> and the Giants are gonna lose in the first round. Yeah, I can see uh, that happening. Yeah. I still oh, yeah. can't get over your Nebraska story. That is brutal, dude. That, that is that is brutal. I want to that go to bed and think of Nebraska giving away third degree rapes. You know, talking about talking about uh, talking about the Giants and maybe rape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. I saw some videos or some photos of him a little bit earlier in the day today that were real suspect. Oh, he's Michael Sam's little brother, man. I saw, look, I mean, dude, you know, if you swing on the other side of the train tracks, it's all good with me. You know what I'm saying? But You know what I'm saying? You know, you got to let it be known. Like, you know, get, the, get the fuck out the closet. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop trying to act hard when you know you like hard digging your ass. You know, look, look. Uh, he I mean, he I, wants I, to be not the Nebraska chick. <laughs> I don't know if I would phrase it the way you guys are phrasing it. All right, but, but there's a lot of talk, and it's been going on for over a year now. Everybody's really, a year? Yeah, man. I just I started to see videos and stuff. No, if you look at the date on those videos, they're really old. Yeah. Anyway, people making memes and making fun of him because everybody says that he's gay. Now, I don't know if he's gay. I honestly don't care if he's gay, but. This might sound weird, but I kind of hope he's gay. Wow. Okay, and why do you? That's gotta be gay? like a, a. I think I think there's. I think I know the reason behind it. Maybe it's because he's a star player coming out, and so it's gonna you know make it acceptable. Right. Because who who's come out? Jason Collins and Michael Sam. Yeah, I'm a bunch of nobodies. They they in the professional ranks. They're nobodies. They they didn't open the door for other people to come out. I mean, what happened? They they came out, they performed poorly, and they were out the league. That doesn't that doesn't make anybody else want to come out. If if Odell Beckham were to be gay, and he were to come out and say it, he's he's I I think hands down the most popular player in the league right now, especially yeah, to the youth, yeah, especially is. to the youth. So I think that would open a whole new door to people feeling more comfortable coming out if he can go get through it. There's a lot of hateful people in this world, and we saw that over the last couple of months since we haven't done any shows since election night. And yeah, he's the most popular person, but I could tell you that would be one thing that would take his popularity not all the way away, but he'll lose most of that popularity. I don't, I don't know, know if he'll no, lose most of it. You, but you know, he, he some. some. No, here, here's the thing. I don't think he's going to lose a lot of popularity because here's the problem. Uh, we're, we're at a time, we're at a, we're at a time right now, 2016, coming up to 2017. Where being a homosexual is is more accepted than it was many many years ago, and right. the 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 thing the only thing that's gonna stop it from actually excelling 
is a lot of the old school heads that still watch football from like back in the fifties where it's that tough man sport. And no, or the hardcore can't. Bible thumpers that hate the gays. I mean, yeah, but you have but you have some that aren't as open or understanding of the evolution that people, you know, make or whatever the case is. But it, I think it goes more along the lines of the old school football fans that are more about the, oh, you got to be a man. You got to eat pussy. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's that, just... but, that's what, but that's why I think that if he were to come out, he's already proved that he is the man and that he does everything well. Like, he is the top, at his, well, almost the top at his position in the league. Like, you can't take that away from him, whether he's gay or not. But then you're also talking about a player that has been seen crying a lot lately, right? Complaining a lot. So he's turned out to be what a lot of people are calling a diva receiver. That's what receivers are known for that complain and cry. They're diva receivers. So it's not it's not as if uh it's <laughs> it's not as if if uh if he was like, you know, a linebacker or running back. You know what I'm saying? It's not one but of But I those think it's a start, but I think it's a start. It is a start. It, and I think it's a good start. And Manny said that he might lose some popularity, but could you imagine the popularity he's going to gain? All of a sudden, Jason Collins and Michael Sam jerseys were selling. Who the hell are these guys? Yeah. So I mean, it I, would, I, yeah, it would gain. Yeah, go ahead, Danny. Would gain. And people that never even watched football might just watch it and root for him, hoping that he does well. Yeah, I think he's going to get a lot more fans than uh, the fan base that he would lose. Because, like I said, we're at a time where it's more accepted. So I'd say all out of all the fans that he currently has, he'll probably lose 20% of that. But he's going to gain another, you know, maybe triple or quadruple that same number that he lost in the homosexual, you know, in the homosexual population. Now, this is all hypothetical. We have no inkling that he oh, is yeah, gay. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, we have a little bit of an inkling with these videos that have been posted. but And when we're speaking, we're speaking hypothetical. We're not... You know, reporting this as uh, as front page That's news fact. or anything, yeah, right. yeah. But it, it is interesting though because it's it's a your point that you made, Danny, is something that I haven't really heard uh, come out of the radio or TV as far as uh, the type of the type of uh, shine that he'll bring on in the sense of the attention positively towards the youth that are having a hard time coming out. You know, especially when you're in, in a league or you play in football, that's very, you know, a, a masculine sport with a lot of masculine people in it, you know? Well, as a Giants fan, <laughs> I um I wouldn't care if he's if he's gay or not. If he keeps producing the way he's been producing, he's been on a tear. The first 40 games of his career, he has better numbers than any other receiver, including Jerry Rice. Really? He content- yeah, and he's two years younger at that point. Uh, I believe he's 24, and Jerry Rice was 26 at the, at the point of 40 games. So he's on his way to being one of the greats. If he can continue that, gay or not, I don't think anybody's going to have an issue with it. No, I mean, nobody's going to have an issue with it. The only people that are going to have an issue with it are the real old-school-minded people that are just not ahead of the times, they're not caught up with the times, and they're not accepting of change, or they're not ex- accept- accepting of people that are, you know, coming out and being more expressive of who they are, you know? 
Well, gay or not, I'm hoping he does well in the playoffs, which start in a week and a half. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's that's for damn sure. Uh, one other thing. I, well, Manny, I never asked you. What do you think of that as far as uh, Odell Beckham with the possibility? Well, first of all, what do you think about those suspect pictures and videos? That's got to be... That's got to be a, a thing right there. One of the videos starts off by saying Odell Beckham's not gay. There's a lot of men out there who do unmasculine things yeah. at most uh, most parts of the day. And I would consider myself to be one of those people, straight up. You know, that's something I do some questionable shit. But it's all right. I know where my uh, my love lies. And I got a woman and I got a woman to hide behind just in case anybody ever thinks I am gay. But that's besides the point. But if he is gay, who cares? Just like Michael Sam coming out, I didn't care. Just like Jason Collins, I don't care. If that's what you like, that's what you like. At the end of the day, they're not going to work. They don't report to me. They don't have to worry about me judging them. If they're happy, it doesn't really fucking matter. Let them like whatever the fuck they want to like. Yeah, it's not like they're going to butt plug you at the end of the day. I'm with I'm with Danny on this one. I really do hope that before the playoffs start, he comes out and says he's gay, and then he goes and has a 300-yard game with, like, three touchdowns. I don't know about right before the playoffs, dude. That would be a disaster <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in the let, New York, in the yeah, New let, York let, press. You crazy? Let's keep that for the offseason. <laughs> yeah, keep that for the offseason for sure because the New York press will fucking eat him up and not in a good way. Right. There's no tossing salad from the New York reporters. That's for sure. Now, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, one thing I, I also wanted to catch up on was, was the NBA season. And, and we're actually we're about a month and a half, you know, from, from what? The All-Star break. Well, I mean, Christmas Day is usually the, what people usually consider the beginning of the NBA season. You know, the first 20, 25 games are, you know, here and there. Some teams start off. Last, some teams are slow, and now it's when the real stuff starts. We're at the level where we knew who was going to be number one in each side, and they, that stayed true to what it is. Hmm? Well, I mean, right now, my the my, and I'm just going to start off locally. The Miami Heat are sitting at an atrocious. Wait, what do you mean locally? Locally here in uh in our in our sort of region area where we're not located. <laughs> <laughs> the Detroit Pistons yeah. are 15 and 19. Yeah. And then right under them is the Orlando Magic, which are pretty kind of close to. Not really. Because we don't know what area you live in. Indiana Pacers. Uh, the Miami Heat are 10 and 23 right now. Yeah. It's pretty awful. Uh, I kind of feel bad for the Heat because. I don't. It, it doesn't seem like they're ca- they're catching a break. Because... They deserve everything they're getting. That's nah, all I got to say. Come on. Why would you say that? Why? For the way you put, you know, you Odell Beckham, Dwayne Wade, and um, <laughs> shanked, <laughs> and shanked him in the ass out of Miami, you deserve everything you're getting. Everything uh, you're getting. Uh, you, you don't think that was a good business move? No. I don't you, know, man. I don't I'm think it was a good person, business move I'm, I'm the type of person you take care of, of your own talent. And Dwayne Wade was drafted by Miami. He should have ended his career in Miami. Same. The only person I've never felt that about felt that about was Dan Marino. When Dan Marino got benched for Jay Fiedler in his you know post um, last season, I really wish when Minnesota came calling, he would have taken that position with Minnesota. That's the only player I've ever felt that way about. 
I don't think, and I guess to top to top that off, I don't think it was a good business move because they lost a guy that would bring in fans. And I've but noticed, he's, he, but he wanted way too much money. It doesn't but matter. He, did, he deserves what you mean that it doesn't money. Matter? No, he doesn't. Tyler Johnson money. has a five-year, fifty million dollar contract. He doesn't deserve two percent of that. But they had no, to Tyler give Johnson's, that to him. Tyler Johnson is a good player. He's a solid player. Here. He's not. He's no. He, he's not worth that much money though. He's not worth that much money, but he's a solid player. He's one of those guys you need on a team. Oh, cliche <laughs> for you. I love Tyler Johnson as dudes. I love oh. it. And then so you, I, I don't think it, look, I don't think it was a good business decision. Just, just the business alone of selling tickets, you've lost a ton of business right there. You've lost the aura, lost the aura, the aura of having. Don't, 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 don't give me that he lost uh, the 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 tickets or. Look, I was, I went to eight Heat games the year that they won what fifteen games, and Dwayne Wade was playing. And they still weren't showing up to the stadium. So in Miami, it's not Dwayne Wade's bringing the people out. They just come out for a winning team. If you're not winning, with or without Wade, you're not filling in the seats. But they would have been winning more than 10 games if Wade was still in Miami. Yeah, I, I doubt so. that. No, I, think they I, I don't think so. Oh, I think yeah. they would have been – I think they would have had – right now they have 10, win, 10 games won. They would have had for sure – 15 or 16. That sounds about right. Maybe they would have been on top of the Knicks in the conference. No, I don't know about all that. What? That's kind of really ridiculous. That's like that. now you're talking out of your freaking Odell Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're talking out of your freaking Odell Beckham Jr. I know that the Knicks are are, are seated what around like the fifth seed or the the, the fourth. Uh, no, I think from what I checked last, year, it was sixteen and fifteen unless they played today, but I didn't see. Oh no no, they're sixteen and fifteen. They lost a horrible game last night to Atlanta. Where uh, Melo got ejected for a flagrant too. Yeah, but punchy people in the wow. face. And I will step up, Stefalosha, your favorite player, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, but isn't they get things together? Yeah, they uh, they are. And isn't Thabo Stefalosha one of the guys that got arrested for like a racial thing down like in freaking Texas or something? No, like I think he's the one that got shot in the leg by a cop or something. Yeah, like that. he was he was suing the the police department in New York. Yeah, that's what it was, and like they racially profiled him or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's kind of crazy. Um, and it's crazy though. Talking about Dwayne Wade and and a couple minutes ago, you have the Chicago Bulls that are sixteen and sixteen right now. Well, uh, that's that's kind of where we said they would be. <laughs> we didn't think they were going to be excellent before the season started. They're they're and they're not excellent. Whatsoever. Yeah, look at how they're pro- look at how they're benefiting off of Dwayne Wade though. You see, I mean, Danny, it's gotta make a difference. Of course, how, it makes how a difference. Dwayne Wade like? I'm it, sorry. How, yeah, Dwayne Wade made them a 500 team. How is that benefiting? Them? Exactly. So the Heat would be a 500 team if Wade was still there. Oh, you're right. I forgot that the Heat also had Jimmy Butler. Ugh. Fuck Jimmy Butler. <laughs> look, I'm not saying that they're that the Giants. I mean that the. Um, that oh, the Bulls, and Rajon Rondo, I forgot about him too. I, I'm oh, not saying that the Bulls were gonna be either losers or freaking undefeated. I'm just saying that maybe without Dwayne Wade, they'd be in the same position that the Heat are in. Look, Dwayne Wade wouldn't make a difference on this Heat team. This Heat team is brutal. I think he'd make a colossal difference, dude. You have, you have freaking. What's this guy's face, man? Dwayne Wade's being booed in Chicago, dude. Who's playing shooting guard for the Heat right now? 
It's not. It's it's the guy that used to play point guard last year in his rookie season. Justin Winslow. No, no man, Justin Justin Winslow is a small forward. It's the rookie little... last year. Oh, James Johnson was it? No, not James Johnson. It's um. Jesus, man. That's how unimportant name. the Heat are without yeah, Dwayne Wade. Guy, we don't even uh, know their backup point guard. Roster player. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what his name is, dude. And I well, can't... apparently he's that insignificant that we can't remember his name. Exactly. The Heat are just a bad team altogether. It's Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson was a freaking shooting guard last year. I mean, a point guard last year. And they got him playing shooting guard in place of Dwayne Wade. Like, dude, yep. come on. What are you doing yep. there? He's great. He's great to fill in those those shoes, man. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, f- for sure. <laughs> Filling in a Hall of Famer shoes. Like, yep. yeah. They got a guy named Luke Babbitt. Oh. Who, who the hell is that? They got a – what's with these names? There's a guy, Rodney McGruder. Who – what? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Who are these people? Now, when you hear Rodney McGruder, do you think he's black or white? No, he sounds like full-blown white guy, but I see he has a neck tattoo. Well, he's black, yeah, I know. Yeah. But I, I, when I saw, I heard the name, I went to the game. I expected a white guy, and then he stepped on the court, and I'm, to my surprise, there he is. Yeah, his yeah. name's his name sounds like it somebody look, who belongs in the sandlot. No, no, his name sounds like it looks like <laughs> Luke Babbitt. This guy Luke Rodney Babbitt McGruber. looks like yeah, a Rodney that, McGruber. they're cousins or something, right? They are cousins. They are cousins. And Tyler Johnson does deserve every single dollar bill that he gets oh. on his contract. All right. Uh, moving on. All right. Chris, got... how confident are you about the Cowboys making the Super Bowl this year? I'm fucking extremely confident, dude. So I'd be more confident. On. I'd be more confident. I'd be more confident if uh, if Romo was playing. But I'm I... pretty confident. I don't know, man. The last time they were the first seed, they got eliminated in the yes, in their first home game. Yes, I did. Yes, I, I do remember that. But uh, they, they've also haven't won a playoff game since 1996. Listen, listen. You're tell you're 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 explaining stuff to me. I remember when the Cowboys went on a bye week, and the reporters were all talking about Jason Wynn and Tony Romo vacationing on a beach. And that they should be <laughs> they should be throwing freaking slant routes in the stadium for seventy two hours straight, and I was saying the same thing. What are you guys doing at the beach, on vacation? Go throw some freaking slant routes, okay? And guess what ended up happening? They ended up losing that game, all because of a bye week, and Jessica Simpson. Yeah, I was about to say, wasn't he with Jessica Simpson back yes, then? Yes, he was with Jessica Simpson at the time. So those I are think the I'd, I'd take that beach day with Jessica Simpson over throwing slants to Jason no, Witten. No, no. You go throw slants with Jason Witten because Jason Witten is a bread and butter. Simpson, He's a freaking Hall of Famer. Go get a yeah. championship. He doesn't, have, he, he doesn't have Jessica Simpson's rack. Listen, he could have he slept with Jessica Simpson the night after a win. But he slept with Jessica, with Jessica Simpson on a beach and then went and lost a freaking playoff game and still had Jessica Simpson. Okay, regardless, right? So, I wanted to cover uh, cover a couple things, but we've kind of stretched this podcast out. <laughs> um, uh, I guess just to end it off, what what are you guys going to be watching this week? And we'll start off with with you, Manny. Ronda Rousey making a comeback tomorrow, sir. That's what I will be watching. Ronda Rousey. Yep, a year off, and she's coming back, and she's getting a title shot. 
A title shot, her first match coming back? Yeah, against Amanda Nunes. Who the hell's that nobody? <laughs> that nobody. I don't know. She's kind of scary looking, to be Dude, quite honest. what is it with the UFC that are just, like, birthing all these women fighters? Like this, all... chick, this chick's hardcore. She might she might take down Ronda Rousey. Is she, like, a Rosie Perez or, like, a... What's Rosie that? Perez. She's Brazilian. Rosie Perez is not Brazilian. No, I'm talking about Amanda Nunes. Oh, Amanda Nunes. And you're saying it like a, like a non-Spanish person, Nunez. Well, it's Nunez. She's Brazilian, so I don't no, know how they would pronounce. Say Nunez. Just say it. Just say it with a nye, because you gotta be proud of the nye. If you look at her name, it doesn't have the enye. It doesn't. No. Well, I'm just gonna throw it up there, Amanda Nunez. You're gonna freaking lose. Okay. Uh, I hope so. I'm rooting for Ronda Rousey. Put the house on that. Are you gonna watch it through Instagram, 15 seconds at a time? I am gonna. No, I'm actually gonna watch it on Snapchat. Because I just oh. downloaded the app Snapchat so you guys could snap at me. I've never used it before. I think my username is KBDuran2020. So I, I still refuse to, to give in to the Snapchat. You know what? I've been refusing, but after a while, I just... God damn, Ronda Rousey is fucking hot, man. I just, I just gave up and I said, you know what? I'm going to get Snapchat. So what am I going to watch this weekend? To be honest, what I'm going to watch this weekend is uh, I'm planning on going to the movies. I don't know exactly what movie I'm going to watch, but I know for sure that I'm going to be watching some freaking Dallas Cowboys this weekend. That's for sure. That's Getting... smile, though, Danny. Uh, you should watch Star Wars when you go to the movie theater, even though so, it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't on, as good as on. everybody's making it out to be. That's come on, dude. Answer. Come on, dude. What do I look like, bro? What do I look like? Star Wars is a good series. What do I look like, bro? Do you even lift? I no, I, I stopped lifting. Yeah, come on, bro. Get with the program. Get with the program. No, it's because you are anti whatever anybody else likes. Listen, if... Star Wars looks like a freaking pile of shit mixed up with a load of shit and a bowl of shit. But you haven't tried it. You know what? I don't need to waste my time on that Star Wars crap. I know that's some... Moana. The reason yeah. I don't take your taste seriously is because you still watch The Walking Dead. But you know what? It's uh, I would have said that I'm watching it this weekend, but guess what? They're filming. They're getting prepared for the next half of the season. Oh, yeah? Well, how about you read up on the news and realize that they're losing viewers by the second, and they're starting to panic, and they think that they're going to give the finale a lot sooner than they planned. You know what? Send me the article. I'll have my people call your people. This yeah. is the Benchwarmers Podcast. I'm Chris Duran. He's Manny. He's Danny. They're both the Benchwarmers as well. Thank you for listening. Could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're with us. Go watch Amanda Nunez and Ronda Rousey this weekend on Instagram, preferably. Deuces, <laughs> bitches. Deuces! That was very good, my friend. That was very good. You know, we were kind of rusty. We were everywhere at the beginning. Everywhere. Yeah, but that's okay.